it's Taco Tuesday, so you know what that means. Taco and margarita specials and beer specials. Nothing like a good old Mexican beer to wash down those tasty tacos. Oh crap, I'm hungry. Well, at least you can listen to this on your way to get tacos. It is Mrs. Brightside, and this week we are talking the bright side of cosplay with host Carrie Lane. Enjoy. Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains, look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. All righty, you're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. Today I have a very special guest with me, Carrie Lane. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming. This will be fun because I know we don't really get to hang out so much outside of the studio. So, yeah. (laughs) Actually, there's quite a few hosts that we're all like, okay, we need to hang out besides just here. But I think that happens with any, like, avenue of life, maybe, like, your work coworkers, and you're like, okay, we need to see each other outside the space, too. Yeah, because we have, like, the same interests and, like, you know, some of the same people, but... I don't know what part of town you live in, and that's usually how L.A. works, is like, yeah. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. There was, like, a video joke thing where they were, they did a gag where a uh, girl, the guy moves to the west side, and they're like, that may as well be India. Like, it's just yeah. so far away that they're like, not gonna happen. It really is. There's very few reasons to go to the west side, but I lived there for the first two years. That's when I didn't have any friends, because no one lives over there. It's a huge abyss. <laughs> but my hairstylist is there, so I still have to go every two months. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lazy. I go to beauty schools. Gen- well, not lazy. I am uh, cheap if I go to beauty schools, because it's much cheaper. Well, I guess it depends what I'm doing. If I'm just getting a trim, beauty schools are like the way to go. That's actually how I found this person, was I used there used to be a Goldwell school in yeah. Santa Monica, and I would get my hair done so well for free, and then they shut down uh, this year, but, mm. and in times where they wouldn't have classes, I would go to this woman, Tara, who had gone there, oh, and cool. was really good and was local, because a lot of people would come from all over to that school, so yeah. sometimes you do get a really good job, but they're like, I'm in Seattle, I'm like, well. <laughs> You're like, just kidding. But, yeah, it's like, it sucks, I no longer get it for free, but at least Tara makes money, and I like her. There you go. Yeah, guys, go see Tara at uh, Vox Salon if you're ever in Santa Monica. <laughs> All right, uh, shameless plug for my hairdresser there, but what are we talking <laughs> hey, about? Hey, we to support everybody. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they're artists, too. Yes, they <laughs> yeah. are, because there are some that do amazing jobs and other ones where I know I've had a trim from the beauty school and been like, it's all right, but my hair's longer than I'm like, I don't really care. But yeah. If I was doing something a little more specific, which I'm plan- I have a plan of a new haircut I want to do, but I'm like... I was talking to one student, I'm like, okay, do you feel confident you could do this? And please show me previous ones you've done. So I go, oh, okay. Oh, I know, because I had an experience with the Tony and Guy school, and boy, it was an experience. The one time <laughs> I've ever cried over, like, my hair, because oh, no. it was so bad. Like, oh. And I was in the chair for, like, seven hours, and oh. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah, students do take longer. Yeah. It's forewarning. If you ever go to beauty school, they take longer. But it's because they're cautious. Yeah. And it's at least... Okay. At the Goldwell School, it was master classes, so you were working with people who knew what they were doing, so it also wouldn't take as long. R.I.P. Santa Monica Goldwell. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, back to that. You were saying what we were talking about. So uh, we were talking a little bit about before, and something I thought could be interesting is among the... I I mean, it happens in other uh, groups for sure, but in... Among the anime community, cosplay is ginormous. Yeah, I mean, there's even cosplay reality shows. I mean, Face yes. Off was sort of the first one, but now they have Cosplay Melee, mm-hmm. hosted by uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. And I know people who 
who are literally making a living doing cosplay. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, it's crazy. That's not me. But yeah. uh, what we're talking about, because people yeah. like, I bet there's some people maybe going like, oh, she's cosplay. No, no, no. I want to talk about closet cosplay. So it's the fact that I think anybody could cosplay. So we're talking more not just a you know, what you look like, because that's a whole other argument, but more just, like, the literal practical, how do you make a costume, get it? Like, I only know super basics of sewing. My mom just started showing me some sewing stuff, like, around Christmas, but before then, I was like, I don't know anything. Like, the most I could do is stitch up a tear in a pant leg or something like that. Yeah, I can And super basic hand stitch. Yeah, Yeah. But it's like, but I wanted to do stuff. So you sit there going, okay, well, what do I do? Thrift stores are your best friend and patience because you could probably spend like an hour looking for the right thing, but you can find, you can probably find it. You just need a good look. Like one of my favorite ones that was complete closet cosplay except for, I think I bought thigh-high tights at like JCPenney or something like that. But um, I did Rin Tosaka from Fate Stay Night. And mind you, this is difficult because we were going into summer, so finding a long sleeve turtleneck yeah. was like, uh, but I did. I found a long sleeve turtleneck. It wasn't smooth. It kind of had a ribbed line, like, kind of hard to explain, but like, the shirts should have been smooth instead of having like a ribbed lining mm-hmm. kind of thing to it, but I'm like, whatever. It was the right color, right cut. And I just did puff paint for the embellishment because there's like two little buttons on the wrist. There's a little cross on the chest. White puff paint. Magic. Uh, They had a black pleated skirt, which was what I needed, and pleats weren't quite right, but you know what? doesn't matter. It's still a black pleated skirt. And then I found uh, shoes there as well, and I just used my own hair. So it's, like, super easy, and then just bought the tights at, you know, regular department store. Yeah, and one of the benefits to cosplay here in L.A. is how many, like, secondhand shops and things like that that we do have that you're able to get a lot of stuff that you can work with for, like, next to nothing. Exactly. That's the other thing, too, is, like, uh, the there's an Instagram account that I'm not super familiar with, but a little bit uh, commons only cosplay, and their thing was kind of showcasing cosplays that were, like, under $25 idea. And, yeah, some surf stores, yes, some are really high-end don't go to those just look at like other basic ones that are yeah out of the town probably out of the closet everything benefits um for aids and hiv research and that's where i got my silver banshee costume most of the pieces that i didn't own because i'm really cheap when it comes to that so yeah yeah uh yeah i'm thinking more like I think it's Buffalo Exchange is the one where it's a little yeah. more pricey at thrift store. We're well, making faces more... for those listening. We're like, mm. Buffalo Exchange is like, great nice. to sell your stuff, yeah. but it's not good to buy it. I'll be honest. We're so talking we're, yeah. about cheap, affordable costumes. Yeah. Like, if you want to get something, Goodwill's great, Salvation Army. But sometimes you have to look at a few. Like, I remember, I don't remember what I was looking for specifically, but I remember when you're getting ready for, like, Comic-Con and wanting to make something. And had to hit up, like, three different ones looking for the right something. I did find it, but you have to be willing to look at more than one. And hopefully, I mean, if you do live in a small town, maybe there aren't that many options. But big towns have quite a few thrift stores. Well, and, too, if you live in a small town, think about garage sales, estate yeah. sales, stuff like that. Because, like, hell, uh, you never know. my mom once bought me a pair of heels because they reminded her of Iron Man. And that's mm. the Avenger I'd be. And she goes, look, at, they're like Lumen Iron Man shoes, and I know you have that little dress and everything. And I'm like, oh, That's thank awesome. you. That's a creative way to do it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't even thought of those kinds of stuff. But yeah, it's the same yeah. idea. Exactly. Um, it's the same thing. It's stuff that people have worn, but yeah. if you're wanting to spruce things up, do yeah. it. 
And the other thing, too, was <coughs> closet cosplay. And I refer to that because it's like either what do you have in your closet or what can you get in a thrift store? Like, mm. you're not really sewing anything. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about it that's cool is as long as you have the basic block kind of patterns and colors, most people get it. Uh, another one I did, I did Fawn from uh, the Tinkerbell kids' movies, which they're adorable, by the way. Oh, I didn't First ones, know. All right. And then they, they get... I, they are for kids, but I think that as they go on, they get even better. Um, but they're great because it's like all the other fairies that you don't know about. And so for that character, her basic look is like this orange top, uh, brownish kind of pants, and then there's some kind of green sash. So I found an orange tank top, I found some brown capris, and I already had this greenish scarf. Boom. Done. Uh, that one I did buy clip-on bangs from, like, Amazon or something. And then, actually, for that one, also look on the internet. Some way, sometimes there's great ways to make something. I made the wings, which there was a tutorial online where all you needed was, like, they told you about kind of wire, but, like, a wire, an old pantyhose, and then, like, spray paint. And I made wings, and, like, they just, they were cool because they were a big wire thing with a wire hoop on the bottom that you could just tuck in the back of your shirt. So there was no straps over your, over your shoulders, which mm. I was like, oh, I like that, because then it just, yeah. just tuck in your bra uh, in the back, so it kind of, it just had more of a realistic look to it. It's like, we know they're not real, but they, yeah. they give the illusion better, yeah. And so that was a really fun, casual one. Oh, and I think it wore just brown tennis shoes, and like, people got it. They were like, oh, that, you know, they knew who it was. Well, and too, like that, like you said, you go online and find a YouTube video. I fix things on my mm-hmm. car from YouTube yeah. videos, like... That's something that, hell, I should do, like, a whole bright side of, like, YouTube one day. Yeah. Because so many people are so negative, and I'm like, uh, no, I, that's how I do stuff. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and especially with cosplay and makeup, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, battle, uh, Battle Royale cosplay, I did that, finding how to make the collar from just a, it wasn't a YouTube video, but somebody's blog, and they wrote down how to do it. I love Battle Royale. <laughs> oh, man, that one's an easy one, too. It's, like, a foam board thing you can buy at Michael's, and then I use, I tried it with paint. That didn't work so well. It cracked, but nail polish got that silver and gave it a shine. So I'm like, ah. And then the first time I made it, I did it with, like, a Velcro in the back. But that also had a... Over time, it didn't retain the shape very well. But then, like, the second time I made it, I did snaps. I don't know. Just, like, come in snaps. I'm like, I don't know the technical term for those things. But that's the other thing, too. It's like, the more you do it, you go, oh, this is what I did last time. How can I make it better for next time? Yeah, and that is a thing, is like anything else, it's a guess and test, and too, like you say, as long as people get it, and too, I much prefer cosplay that looks homemade and like unique, as opposed to like some people that- Out of the bag. You just literally put that out of the bag. That's not the same thing. Now, commissioning, that's a whole other thing, but Mm -hmm. it's more the, when you just buy the cosplay out of a bag thing from like that bad Halloween store, it's like- Oh, come on. And yeah, the homemade ones just, they look yeah. better. They look like, you know, you really put your heart into it, and I think people do appreciate those more. Also, you can get more creative on how you do it, or uh, really do some deep dive. I did one, it was an a anime called Arjuna, and I don't think it's really that popular, but it's kind of cool. It's a, There's monsters that form because of our pollution, and a girl fights them, and then hmm. it's, so it's a very environmental anime, which I'm like, I don't think I've seen many that are like, Pro-environment, the same way, I mean, Princess Mon, okay, kind of, too, but this one, yeah. it, it's a big focus, and her outfit, I just did classic schoolgirl uniform, and then, like, drew, she has, like, this kind of happy yin-yang thing, and drew that, and I only maybe had, like, 
two people the whole day get it, but the people who got it were so excited, like, oh my gosh, are you from that? And it was like, yes. Yeah, you know, when you do something obscure, you really only want at least one other person. Just want to somebody to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and the cosplays that I really like are the ones that are like, a pun of something. Like, yeah, those you know, are great those too. Where it's you're combining two things or whatever. Oh, yeah. I saw a great. Uh, it was Wonder Woman and Indiana Jones, and mm-hmm. that one looked great. And she had like the gold lasso, but it was more like the Indiana Jones whip, and then she had the hat. I don't remember the other details, but it stood out of like, oh, that's a great one to combine. So that's the other way that you'd have to do a homemade to really combine yeah. characters. Or uh, the thing that's gotten really big now, which I mean, it's called more Disney bound but you could do that for other characters as well where it's more like what they would wear if they were human beings or normal day-to-day yeah. people which I like those um uh last unicorn I, I called I, I had called it before I knew about the term of bounding uh like that which I'm like that probably sounds weird out of context it more means you are headed towards there you are Disney bound you're bound for Disney so otherwise it's uh like I called it like casual Friday I found a purple sundress that looked exactly like Aurora's dress in Last Unicorn. And, I mean, it was a sundress, and I just wore a little belt, but I had a white wig already and then drew the star. And some people got it right away, but they were a little more... That one, they are a little more tentative, like, are you from the Last Unicorn? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, you get so excited when people get it. Yeah, like, there was a guy at WonderCon, and he was Bubba Fett, and so uh, it was a yeah. redneck Bubba Fett. I was like, props, man. Props. I've seen the... Uh, yeah. Chicano, like, Benvito family who did Star Wars. Have you seen them? Oh, They do no, it more, like, adorable. in the Cholo. Oh, yeah. On purpose, it's so funny. They have the bandana, and they've been interviewed and stuff. Because they look great. It's like Mom Dot and their kid. But, um, I don't know how many people are in full group, but... Anyway. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing about cosplay, is, like, it is a creative outlet. But it is one of those that it is, like, where do we draw the line, sort of? Because... There is this element of cosplay that's coming out, and there, there's a lot of people, as we say, starting to make money in, in mm. these characters, but it is sort of like, I have had actor friends, and, and I've even had dealings with some of these, you know, quote-unquote, using hand quotations here, cosplay, you know, actors, uh, you know, they're kind of trying to loosely use that term, where there's a level of narcissism that comes along with the taking the pictures as opposed to, like, you know, doing the real work of, like, a model or an actor and stuff, you know. And, and again, I'm not trying to insult people here, but what do you think about that aspect of it and how, like, how do we navigate that sort of murky territory? Yeah, I've definitely yeah. noticed that going on on... I mean, personally, luckily, I haven't... I, I'm nowhere in that category of level of cosplay, but there have been plenty of people that are the... They think they're so much better and it's more about money and attention rather than the love of the craft of making the outfit and the love of the fandom of sharing that with people. Because the whole thing is you're all coming there together as nerds to celebrate the things you love. It's not who's better or who's worse. Because that's the problem too is it's kind of become this like competition show of like, oh, well, mine's better than yours or something like that. And then that's a, I think we all fall into that problem where we kind of look at another one and like oh maybe they did it better and be like no no everybody just does it differently you know it's like and even if they did it I don't even want to say they didn't do the best job or something you don't know their level of progress maybe this is our first one they've ever done yeah you can't judge them that like oh your costume sucks no guess what it's great they dressed up at all and that they're in a they should be 
in an environment where they feel safe space to be like, I want to dress up. Well, and that's sort of been my confusion and why I was glad that you wanted to talk about this because, you know, I am, I mean, I do see the bright side, but there is also this, you know, negative side to it that I've seen, especially the bigger and bigger it gets at these cons and it's sort of taken over from, you know, from the comic book aspect or the mm-hmm. fan aspect. And there's so much cosplay that it sort of marginalizes the other fan bases and they tend to take over. And, yeah, it's just interesting to see how this has grown up and how, like, it was something, it was fun to, it was almost like Halloween. It's fun to dress up and go and hang out with your friends. And and the more and more profitable, I guess, you could say that it's become, and the more and more people are more concerned about attention than, because a lot of these people that I, I'm aware of that are famous, quote-unquote, cosplayers, they don't even make their costumes. Like Yeah, get them yeah. permission, and yeah. then they're just there for signing. Though, I mean, I know at least... I know a couple, like, people who've done signings that are that level of cosplayer. And luckily, I, I don't know many male cosplayers like that. But I know, and, and then obviously, let's be honest, plenty of the female cosplayers are really popular because they're very attractive. Yes. Like, okay, guys, like that might sound weird, but I'm like, no, but for reals. If it was, like, an part of their level of, I'm like, oh, this is very sticky. I'm like, trying to say this right. But, yeah. I am fully aware, and they probably are fully aware, that a lot yeah. of their attention they get is they're, because they're one female and they're attractive. Now, what they do with that is a whole other thing. Luckily, I've see, I've met some beautiful inside and out, as cliche as that sounds, cosplay women who promote like good things with that attention and platform that it gives them. And that, I think, is phenomenal yeah. and great. And that's what I'll say, is if you were using this to promote the platform of inclusion, you know, fandom, things mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. that is great. But I'm well aware that there is at least one cosplay community here in L.A. that that is not what they're interested in. Because I dealt with them when I was working on a pilot for The Nerdist and, you know, wanted it. And the reason I told them I was not interested in doing this pilot was because... I was trying to work on a lifestyle show for women in um, fandom. And the thing was, is it cosplay was such a big part of that. And I was doing a lot of investigating, you know, because I'm producing this show and really, you know, mm-hmm. trying to work with these people. And there are several groups in here in L.A. that were like, well, you're not a cosplayer. We don't want to work with you. And it's like, I'm literally trying to help you. And you're like yeah. basically judging me because I don't. I mean, I maybe put on a costume once at Comic Con or, you know, something like that. And I'm just like, it is unfortunate because I'm just like, I thought this was about inclusion. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because even if you don't cosplay personally, you can still appreciate a good cosplay. What do we do when we go to cons? We see a great one. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, so bizarre. Uh, Like for uh, one I saw that was, it was so simple, but it was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen somebody do that. Um, Yeah, what would I have? Uh, at WonderCon, I saw a lady dressed up as Mrs. Frisbee from Secret Nim, and oh. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. Like, I didn't, for, at first I was like, wait, oh, are you from Secret Nim? She's like, yeah. And that made me so excited, and I don't cosplay all the time, I wasn't cosplaying, but I could appreciate that she brought this character to life. Yeah, and that's sort of what it's about, and that's why, as I'll say, there is that negative side that, much like any other thing, like, you know, acting, modeling, or even mm-hmm. the fitness industry, because as I said, there's way more narcissists there than there ever is in the entertainment <laughs> industry. But yeah, that was the thing with cosplay, and I'm like, seriously, I'm trying to help you and give yeah. you a platform, and you're like, but you don't cosplay, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting, but yeah, and, and two, I feel like 
there there was a guy who's dressed as Ace Ventura spot on, but you know how many people probably were just like, that's such an easy costume. But he did the hair and he did everything, and that's not a typical fandom, so I was a little impressed that he's at mm-hmm. San Diego Comic-Con dressed like a, a fun old character. But yeah, so it does, and you know, people, cosplay can be anything. Anything, yeah. yeah, and explaining it to like my family or other people that are just kind of like, what, so what, what is that? Like, you're pretty much dressing up as anything that somebody else knows what it is. Yeah. Anything. Like, you could be Ronald McDonald, you could be Ace Ventura, like, you're any character, I'm like, even things, like, or brought to life. Like, I know this girl, she did, like, she made this Starbucks girl, like, a person. Yeah. And whatever it is, if somebody goes, I know what that is, you've cosplayed, that's it. Yeah. And never be discouraged that other people do, like, quote-unquote, better cosplays. If you did it, that's great. If you just throw on, like, a blazer that looks like a character and that makes you feel good, that's great too. Yeah, and that's sort of what is the bright side of cosplay, is that it is meant to be inclusive, it is meant to be fun, and, you know, that that's sort of the thing. And, and But like with anything, the more and more popular things get, the more and more people get involved, mm-hmm. and then sometimes put a negative spin on it. Yeah. yeah, and there's the bright side in terms of the different, so the other kind of, technical touchy areas of cosplay Mm -hmm. is one of like what you look like in terms of the character either a are you the race like physically like do you look like the skin tone of the character or so ethnicity i was gonna say that's ethnicity Mm -hmm. not it's one of those like that ethnicity it's one of those yeah yeah you're Um, like what is that you know because they're so close it depends on the character too because they could be of one ethnicity but a different race like from a different country either uh like for example there's um a guy in Oran High School Host Club, and he's technically Japanese and French, and he has blonde hair. Yeah. And blue eyes. But he's an anime character. Uh, and then there's the other one, too, of physically your body, of, like, how skinny or how curvy or whatever you are. But luckily, within both of those categories, uh, there are a lot of groups that are very pro-supporting whatever you are in te- instead of tearing it down, which I think it's great that those have developed of, like, a... Uh, like, an inner, inner community of, like, supporting that as well, because there's, like, some that really celebrate super curvy ladies doing characters, or um, women or men doing, you're not the black version of that character, you are that character. Yeah. Well, and that's what's weird to me, is just, like, I feel like anybody should be able to be any character. The only thing we ask is you don't do blackface. I'm don't pretty blackface, sure... No. Yeah. That's, like, the line. <laughs> Anything no. else is fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. interesting you bring that up. And yeah. This one is one of those, it's like, mm, it's difficult, but I, I thought she did it really well. One Comic-Con, there was a Walking Dead group, and there was a white girl dressed up as Michonne. She did not do blackface. She did, however, have a headpiece that had, like, the kind of dreads. Mm-hmm. But it looked just like the character. Yeah. And she looked amazing like the character. So it's one of those, like, is that... Like, a cultural appropriation Well, thing. white girls have dreads. I mean, I just worked with one on Sunday. I mean, if dreads are not, uh, you know, dreads are... Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, that. though yeah. I know people that will yeah. get in arguments about yeah. it. But besides yeah. that, within representing a character, I think that's great that she did a great uh, representation of that character, so I think it was amazing. She didn't, yeah, didn't change her skin tone, whatever, and I thought the hair fit, because if she wore just the clothes, you might not know who she was. Exactly. I mean, and too, if she had the swords and everything, but, it, you know, they you know, restricted a lot of those at mm-hmm. Comic-Con nowadays. And it is one of those situations where, 
you know, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth like, you know, some of my favorite people lately because I know no matter what we say, sometimes it will come off a certain way. But it yeah. is one of those things that I feel like if people want to be a character, that is should be attributing to the character no matter what yeah. race or ethnicity or anything going on is like it is about personifying this person yeah. that they respect. And I don't see how that can be negative unless you do black. I mean, like, literally, yeah, that's the line. And it's, it's like, like... It's totally fine to do wigs or no wigs. Like, no. I know there's a guy I met and he did bash the stampede, but he didn't wear a wig, which no. is fine, but he wore the coat. You got it. Um, so wearing a wig of any kind or contacts, totally fine. Mm. Changing your skin tone is that yeah. no-no zone of, like, mm, stay away from that. Yeah, because I remember the whole Moana costume controversy that was a little like, these little kids just want to be Moana. Like, and, and it was sad that people felt, and, and too, most of the people that were angry were not Hawaiian. The Hawaiians are probably, were very happy that they mm -hmm. finally had representation. And it was a little sad that, yeah. you know. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah absolutely for children. Yeah. If children want to dress up yeah. as Moana, let them dress up as Moana. If yeah. a little boy wants to dress up as Moana, go for it. Like, that's one of like, come on. Now, if you're an adult... That's fine, too, but I do respect that I know a friend, they do, like, a princess party thing. They did not send out a girl unless she actually did look like Moana. It was more of, more, like, darker complexion or, you know, looking like Hawaiian. Um, like, they didn't send a white girl out yeah. as Moana, but for, like, a party thing, that's fine. But if we want to cosplay Moana at a party, like, this is a character you can love, and, like, why shouldn't you be allowed to represent that character? Yeah, and two, it's like, isn't this about representation? And two, I mean, how many people, I mean, have had to play white characters all their lives, you know, per se, and, and put on, you know, those costumes when it's just like, isn't it kind of great that that's the reverse? I mean, if a, if a white little boy wants to be Black Panther, hasn't the movie done its job? Like, you yeah, know, it's you, like, but I want to be T'Challa. He's cooler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You want to be this cool character, yeah. so... Like, why shouldn't you be allowed to? Yeah. Like, Mulan's an amazing character. Yeah. Why wouldn't anybody want to dress up as Mulan? Yeah, I used to be really into Asian art and mm -hmm. Asian dresses, and I would wear, you know, Mulan costumes mm -hmm. when I was a little girl and didn't think anything of it. I was like, out of all the Disney princesses, Mulan's the one that kicked the most ass. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, but that's a good point, too, of, like, you're doing it because you love the character and, yeah. like, you're doing it in an environment and... That is where some people get sicky. But I think when your intentions yeah. are good yeah. and, like, what you care about is pure, that's what matters, too. Because you're not doing this as, like, a spectacle. Or, like, I mean, in real-life aspect, um, I just covered press at the Indian Film Festival, and I dressed up in traditional Indian clothing. Do I wear that all the time? Eh, not exactly, no. I have some shirts that are a little more, like, you could wear that anywhere with, like, jeans, because they do as well. Um, I'm also a super huge fan of Bollywood. If anybody's like, who are you, this person? Uh, I also know a little bit of Hindi. I took Bollywood dance, and I was at Bollywood dance troupe. So it's not like I know nothing about what's yeah. going on here. Um, but I would not wear, like, the formal attire. I own a couple saris. Like, I wouldn't necessarily wear that to, like, a regular function. But if I was going to an Indian event, absolutely. So it's one of those, also, it's context of where you're yeah. dressing up. You know, little kids, absolutely. They don't care. They don't know yet. And that, that was a good point, too, of, like, but sadly, and kids don't haven't been really taught those prejudice and racism yet, which is sad because it's like then you learn it from those you're around. But little yeah. kids, they're just like they like the character. There's yeah. no there's no judgment there. They just want to be the character. So it's like, why can't we stay like that forever? 
<laughs> I, I know, and, and that is the sad thing is, and, and that's why it's like, I'm glad that cosplay, you know, sort of preserves that innocence in a way, mm-hmm. like, of you get to dress in, as whatever character yeah. you want without judgment, hopefully. Yeah. Do, <laughs> just do justice to the character, and that's what's important. Like, oh. do it because you want to do it and you love that character. And, yeah, not do it because you're trying to get all the likes. Not trying to do it because you want to get those autographs or get people to pay you to do it. Do it because you love it because then that's what's going to help you do it in the long run, too. You're going to run out of steam if you're just like, oh, well, nobody likes my character. Like, you're going to have a fun time if you do it because you're like, I feel cool because I'm so-and-so. You know, like, that's going to make your day, not because someone's like, oh, took your picture. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's nice when they take your picture. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, you're going to be happy and satisfied because you made a good costume. Yeah, I mean... Or good it, representation, too. Not just necessarily good costume, but you, you made a representation of the character that was good enough, and then that's what's going to make you satisfied at the end of the day. Yeah, and, too, as we say, you know, it, it's great when people are encouraging, like, uh, Liev Shriver last year at Comic-Con, his his son wanted to be Harley Quinn, so he took his son, Aww. dressed in full Harley Quinn cosplay, great. didn't think anything about it, like, and it was it was one of those sweet dad moments that you're mm-hmm. like, oh. Because I know my little brother would wear my clothes and put on makeup. I don't ever say it. It's like, you know, it's... Society later that's like, that's weird. It's like, no, if they want to do it, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That just sounded more casual there. But yeah, yeah, it's one of those like, yeah, you just want to do that character. Why not? Um, I mean, I know I have hesitated sometimes because I'm like, "Mm, I don't know how much I look like them. And maybe I have gravitated towards characters where I'm like, okay, I kind of look like them. But it's more like, do you identify with them? And more, not on the outside, but, like, character traits. You know, like, they're brave, they're smart, they're funny, they're loyal. Like, those are the things that matter in the character that you're like, I want to be them. Or they're fun, you know? Like, or Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's just someone, maybe they don't have, they could be a villain and you just want to have, like, the fun and, like, craziness of it. Yeah, that was me. It was just, uh, like, Harley Quinn is a fun character to cosplay, whether you're a man, woman, mm-hmm. uh, skinny, whatever. Yeah. Um, that That's just a fun character because there's so many funny, goofy little outfits you can go with it. Or, like, I've been, like, Silver mm-hmm. Banshee, but I normally prefer to be, like, Black Canary or Agent Carter or Batgirl. I mm-hmm. mean, because it's, like, the, now my hair changes. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, I was Black Canary forever because I'm blonde, but yeah. now that I have to dye my hair red, I'm, like, I guess I'm Batgirl. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, actually, they were saying the boys and girls, because, yeah, then there's the category of uh, cross-play and gender-bending in terms of, like, are you being the opposite sex of the character, or are you changing the sex of the character? And that's totally up to you uh, to do it, because it's, like, those are really fun and creative. Like, I've seen it where you, like, for example, Harley Quinn, and they made it where it was a man wearing the outfit, and he made the outfit for a, a male. You know, he didn't wear her little booty shorts and outfit. And that looks really cool, and then that's sometimes more creative sometimes, what people come up with to adjust that character to their own sex of how they represent themselves. Uh, like, what did I do? I did Cass from uh, Supernatural, and that one, I'm like, I just wore what the outfit was, but I pulled my hair back in a ponytail because my hair's a little bit longer, and but I didn't, you know, like, tuck it under or whatever, or... But I wore exactly what his outfit is. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was that character. And that was cool for me. Oh, I love that because I love Castiel. Yeah. And, and all you have to do is get a red tie and then you can be Constantine exactly. too. Exactly. I do have a red tie. So I'm like, yeah, same outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's like I often identify more with uh, male characters. So yeah. like I'll be like sex mm-hmm. or I'll, you know how they always say it's like female costume is just sexy. Oh, so I'm okay. like, I'm sexy Ash Williams or I'm sexy yeah. John Constantine. Actually, now that you touch yeah. on that, I'm like, all right, here's a little something. I don't mind when 
you kind of sexify a character. But I'm a little bit more leaning, personal opinion, of wanting to be as true to the character as possible. So if the character has cleavage, sure, do cleavage. But if you're uncomfortable with that, that's fine too. But the people who over-sexify a character, I'm like, all right. You're just doing that to get attention. Yeah, and it really is. Because it's like, there's a level of like, okay, wearing a fitted shirt and showing a little cleave to be Ash, and because he always wears a blue shirt, is like appropriate. But like, tying it up and shorts <laughs> and not jeans, and you're just like, okay, like, that was not necessary. Like, it's one of those yeah. absolutely, yeah, you can do whatever you yeah. want. It's your costume. But know that we're all like, did you really have to wear that to the family-friendly event? And, and that is yeah. where the line is. And then I, I want yeah. to know, what, are, what is your motivation to yeah. do that? Like, I know somebody, she did Indiana Jones, but she she's very full-chested. Um, she wore the top like Indy does. She just happens to have boobs there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that kind of actually makes sense, because you just wore it exactly the way he wears it. You just have boobs. Yeah, button-up shirts with but boobs. But she didn't wear booty shorts. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you didn't change it that way. There's another costume I saw where the character actually has it above the cleavage line, like a zipper, but that person did it, like, below the cleavage line. I'm like, but, but why? I want, I'd want to... Then, how do you get in that discussion? Yeah. Someone be like, so why did you want to show your boobies off? And if you want to... That's great, too. But it does make other people go, well, why, why did you over-sexify this character when sometimes they're already sexy, too? Well, that is the thing, is, like, why did you over-sexify a character? Instead of making, like, a male costume a little bit feminine and sexy, is you drew the line of, like, I'm going to wear an entirely inappropriate costume at a family event. Because it's like, if you wanted to show your ass off, there's plenty of, like, accurate there's costumes other, you could wear. Yeah. <laughs> there are those costumes. I mean, uh, I know, I've seen uh, people do Witchblade, and that's, like, oh, barely that's covers. That's, like, no clothes yeah, at all. Yeah, that's, like, you are naked. Yeah. Which, that's great if you want to do mm, that costume. No. I applaud your bravery for walking around. But you are going in an environment that's crowded with people. You know you're going to get attention. That does not give anybody permission to touch you. That's a whole other... Yeah. No, 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 no. But people are going to stare at you. People are going to take probably p- take your picture without your permission. Yeah. And it, does that make it okay? No. But you should be aware that that's going to happen. Yeah. And, and it's just taking the personal responsibility of, like, it is no one's right to touch you. But you have to say that you've opened up a door that, that does get sketchy. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and again, I don't think that's going to make anything better quickly. But it. it it's good to call out those people, and I've heard great stories where people are, like, they called someone out because they were trying to take off the skirt photos. Those aren't okay either. No. But, I mean, if you are walking around with your ass hanging out of your clothes, male or female, you know people are going to look at you. Just, as long as you know that, I'm like, sure. Uh, there were some guys one year, and they did, like, Pokemon characters. They were wearing the tiniest little jean shorts and, like, suspenders. And I was like, that's awesome. But I'm pretty sure they're walking around knowing everybody's looking at them. Yeah. So, that, that's where that line is, I guess, is, like, if you're going to do that... You, why, why? It's like people complaining about, like, somebody looking at the words on their shirt that's across their boobs or on their butt. Yeah. Like, why are you looking? You got words there. You put that on. Why are you surprised? Oh, yeah. And I totally agree <laughs> with that. It's like, that's why those shirts were made. Yeah. And, you know, like, this is what stupid or liar situation, as Adam Carolla would say. It's just like, and you, you have to understand when you were at, going after attention, some of that attention you are not going to want. Exactly. And as long as, because mm-hmm. you've consented to them looking at you. <laughs> like, the other stuff is no longer, you know, is where they cross the line. Yeah. But the look, it's just like, hey, you can't contain. That's why I never dress as Satana, because what if there's not, uh, John Constantine 
who I don't think is cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, you you just got to be aware of what you're wearing. Especially because you're, again, you're going into a crowded environment, which is also very different than regular day-to-day. It's going to be packed with people. Somebody might bump by you and accidentally or on purpose. I know I've had it where I I wore a... um, it's from a comic book uh, called Crazy Mary, and, like, I normally, I don't really have big boobs, so I don't normally wear any kind of, like, cleavage outfits, because I'm like, oh, that's not what I look like, and I, you can fake it. I have seen yeah. many things where people do that. But I, I had, like, a spaghetti strap, and, like, my, I had a bigger bra or whatever, and I was walking through the crowd, and I had someone with me behind me, and they were, like, telling me after how constantly they were catching dudes checking me out, which I didn't really care. I was yeah. like, it's fine. None of them were inappropriate. Nobody touched me. Nobody said any lewd comments or whatever. But I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't care. Like, That's whatever. the thing is um, they're going to look. Like, mm-hmm. and, and two, as long as that's all they do, that's fine. Yeah. And then, like, Crazy Mary, what's funny is I remember I had the action figure for that character, and I she was my Buffy until they started making Buffy action figures because she looked so much like Buffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it was so funny. I was like, I actually knew who that was because nice. I remember buying it before they started making Buffy action figures. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, everybody be aware of what you're doing Think about it, and then um, and then there's the people too. Another small one that's like me is when uh you pick a character just because you think they're cool, but you know nothing about them. Uh. Eh, that was a little. Um, I mean, maybe you should pick it not just because their outfit's cool, like maybe know a little bit about it because the people who are excited about your outfit really know who that character is. So then you'll just feel more awkward when you're like, I just thought it was cute or cool or whatever. Like maybe that is a good excuse to dive in and learn more about that character. Yeah. Before you wear it to a convention. Well, yeah, because that's the thing is while cons are inclusive in a way, we are a little bit of a community where it's like, if you don't know what we stand don't for. Don't be a poser. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, we're all inclusive to other people like, you know, that that um, believe in that. Sorry, my mom is calling. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, it is one of those things that, you know, just do your research. Mm-hmm. That's all we ask. Just, just know who you are. Yeah. I've had that. I think where I, then I want to learn more about that character. Because I'm like, ooh, who is this? And I also think it's fine. Like, some people may be wondering. Um, totally fine to go up to a cosplayer and ask, ask them to take their picture. Because also, you'll get a better pose. Yeah. Because, like, cosplayer, nothing worse than, like, you got their awkward walk, blink, mid-talk. Yeah. They will totally pose for you. Don't talk to them when they're eating. Let them eat their food. Have a break. Um, be polite. Excuse me. Can I get your picture? Uh, or even ask the character. I've had that before where I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, what, what is this character? And people, they'll be happy to tell you. Yeah. And they'll generally would be fine. I'd say 99% of the time any cosplayer will pose for a photo unless they're probably running to a panel. They're late for something or, yeah, they're eating or whatever. But they dressed up. They know. that's And then that's, I guess, too, in reverse of that, if you're dressed up, be prepared that people are going to want to take your picture. Yeah, and that really is it. Is like... And that that's the good thing about cosplayers at conventions and when you're trying to do some fun man on the street bits for your show, I was like, oh, these people will not mind being on camera, but you still ask for their consent. Mm-hmm. Would mm-hmm. you mind they listening? But every single person I asked in a costume was like, hell yeah. Yeah. What do you want to ask? <laughs> yeah. I, I actually had it where uh, we weren't in cosplay, but yeah. we were dressed up kind of funky outfits and we were at a mall, me and some friends, and some guy was like randomly taking our pictures and we're like, dude, we'll pose for you if you want. No. It's like, I'd rather pose and give you a better shot. I'm like, yeah. see. or even like, you know, if you have a cool costume, it'll look better if you pose. Of like, here, let me give you a better angle or something. Because it's like doing a disservice to the outfit almost when it's like an awkward. I mean, I've had it too where maybe they're yeah. on the run and I've 
I've had to snag a photo that way. But generally, yeah, I'll be like, hey, can I get a picture? They're like, yeah. Because that's what people are there for. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's mm-hmm. meant to be fun. But, yeah, I mean, going back to don't bother people while they're eating, that's just a good rule of thumb that's, anyway. Yeah, that's for anything. Like, I don't really understand that because at conventions sometimes because I've worked, you know, them, you'll have people, it's like, you're clearly eating lunch and you're on your break. And then it's just like, guys, con yeah. rolls. Also, they might be, uh, they might need to touch their makeup up after exactly. they eat or something. Their lipstick's off, their, you know, powder's a little skewed. Give them, let, let them finish it. Yeah. Let them eat cake. Yes. <laughs> or pizza, whatever junk yeah. food you're eating. Whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are lots? I'm trying to think. Actually, that's a totally side note, not in mm-hmm. cosplay or whatever. Yeah. Bring snacks. Yeah. And water. You're Always. in cosplay all day. You're going to get tired. You're going to get hungry. Stay hydrated. Ideally, you have a costume that you can go to the bathroom relatively easy. I know I've had ones where it's like a jumpsuit where you have to take everything off and maybe take a while and put everything back. But stay hydrated. Too many people. You're in a really hot costume. It's a hot day. Uh, drink plenty of water. I mean, it seems like basic and so like, well, yeah, duh. But Plenty of people probably don't have enough water, and then you're just going to get fatigued and won't be able to last your whole day. Little snacks, too, are great to have, because, let's be honest, con food sucks. Yeah. Or it's overly expensive. Them food trucks are good, but they, they cost you a bit. Um, so, yeah, just little snacks to have in a bag is great, because then, like, you know, it's longevity. You don't want to go, like, to noon and be like, I'm done. That's all I'll say. Like, it's stuff like this that really, you know, I know I'll be prepared whenever I become a mom. It's because you keep <laughs> snacks in your bag, water yeah, from, always, from yeah. all the cons. It's like snacks, water, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, before I'm a mom, uh, the, with the weed stash, it's always good to have a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your vape, your vape pen, um, your, your, your edibles, guys, you know, because these things are stressful. And most people at cons have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's always good to be safe. Exactly. And, yeah, this podcast does endorse the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> well, we want you to be safe and yeah. have fun. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. Be responsible. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's kind of the part of the cosplay, yeah. too. Of like, be responsible. Be safe. Have fun. Don't harass people. Don't be inappropriate. And, like, if you really have to question if it's okay, might. It's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, ask your friends if your friends do it too. Maybe ask for advice. Check forums. There's probably been discussions about whatever you're thinking about, anyways, on Facebook groups, whatever. And it's like, as long as you're genuine, most people will, will be pretty receptive and want to help you out. It's when you're like, come from a place of being snarky or an a hole or something like that, then yeah, they're not going to help you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, just be like, hey, I really want to know about this. How do I do this? And like, yeah, and share and help the community because why tear it down? Well, yeah, and that's just a good rule of thumb of anything. Of don't be yes. a dick. Yeah, don't, don't, be, don't be. Nobody wants, well, uh, yeah, just why bother hurting people when it's like it's much better to just bring up people in the community and help them out. And yeah. then, then people that in turn help you too. So, because we all want to be better at it too. Everybody wants to keep doing better. So, yeah. And that is the thing, is, like, most people, shouldn't you want to be constantly improving and helping mm-hmm. other people? And then, exactly. you know, you help me, I help you. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what community really means. Yeah. Or uh, I've definitely borrowed cosplay stuff from friends, or you share, whatever. Um, meet, you meet photographers, and then you benefit each other of, like, hey, you want to do a shoot? Oh, awesome, cool, I, I want to build my skills, or whatever. Ooh, okay, that's a warning, too. If you're ever at a con and a photographer is telling you they're going to charge you for their photos, just don't. Don't. There's so many uh-huh. other photographers there, especially at a con. Now, if you are making an agreement with someone ahead of time, like a package, something like that, yeah. that's that's a whole other different thing. I'm just talking, if you're at a con 
and photographer, you want to get the pictures, and they're asking you new for money, run the other way. That's good to know because I was always curious because I see a lot of good cosplay photography and I'm like, I'd like to do that, but I don't have any money. Like, yeah, no. And I'm are... one of those that I take pictures of people too. I'll, I'll tr- quit pro crow. I believe in yeah. it, but yeah. There are plenty of photographers that will take photos. Yeah. They have business cards. Do they have a business card or mm-hmm. not? Do they get your social handler or not? You can exchange emails, get their information. If you're a cosplayer, like just what's the photographer's name? What's their social media handle? Maybe, like, if 10 people took your picture, if you got at least five of them, because the others, maybe you can't track them down, at least you got those. Um, plenty of people make great relationships for photographers. I know at least two different people now that, like, I've worked with them a few times because we met at a con, and they're not like, charge me $500. I'm like, no, that would be weird. Mm. Um, also, as a cosplayer, don't be charging the photographers. Like, Oh, yeah. No. Um, again, if you're doing some kind of, like, a photo shoot, like, separate other thing, that's a whole other thing. We're just talking, like, you're walking around the con or whatever and somebody does that, be like, mm, no. Um, you don't go to anybody's hotel or anything weird yeah. like that. There's weird stories of that kind of shit going down. Be safe. Yeah, I was a model in Dallas. It's like, anytime someone asks you to go to a hotel, much like this whole Harvey Weinstein situation, I realized there had been some of those that were completely legitimate. But... Why would you put yourself at risk yeah, like don't that? Risk yeah, that. I mean, I, I've done auditions where they were at homes, they were at apartments, yeah. and luckily nothing was weird, but I knew going in that I'm like, where are my exits? And like, yeah. be very aware that this could go south real quick. So yeah, at a con, there, there are tons of photographers taking pictures all over the, all over the place. So just be polite. They want to take your picture because they want to have it in their uh, repertoire as well. And then you can get their photos, and then it promotes their work. Always give credit to your photographers or whoever made your costume or your makeup, whatever. That's what I do on my pictures, like, you know, photo by, tag them. Because, you know, they gave you this great photo, tag them. And then, ideally, they should be tagging you as well. They'll be, like, model so-and-so. And so so it's, like, just be aware. It's (laughs) quid pro quo, Exactly. Because, yeah, you're both benefiting each other. I'm planning a, a Tomb Raider photo shoot. And my photographer friend, I'm like, so I want to do a Tomb Raider shoot. And he's like, yes, because he's excited to do that. I'm excited to do that. And then it's like, perfect. We both get it. Yeah, we both gain something out of it. This is good. I don't think we need to exchange info because I've got a few costumes. And I'm like, ooh, they, if they're really excited about this. And then they, yeah, because I'm like, ah, oh, because I've been wanting. people you introduce other people yeah. to because, like, I know many people who, a lot of my friends, yeah, you meet them at cons. Like, you keep going. You run into the same kind of people. Just be nice and, like. Be, be willing to put yourself out there to meet people, too, yeah. because, like, they're, they're all nerds just like you. <laughs> exactly. You know, the nerd community, and we've had a lot of blows this year, I mean, especially with mm-hmm. Universal FanCon and all that, but mm-hmm. it is, it will stick around because it's it was around before that, and it'll be it around is. after yeah. that, and, um, you know, you're seeing a lot of people really come together from mm-hmm. all these, you know, hits we've taken. Yeah. And just please don't take Lucifer, too. I, I've I've settled in the fact that we got a perfect ending for Ash and you know, ah, some of yeah. these others, some of these movies which we won't spoil. But mm. but guys, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been going to cons for over ten years, and yeah, they've gotten definitely more crowded. There's more people going, yeah. which is just be aware that there's a lot of people being nice to each other because we're we're all tired. It's all crowded. We're all shower, please shower. My yeah. goodness, for the love of anything. Please shower, deodorant, because <laughs> um, that's something you go to cons that you're like, people think for, that you'd be surprised. 
Yeah, I've been going to cons since I was a little girl. My dad would take oh, me. Oh, awesome. And, um, yeah, so it's like I've seen it grow into just when it was the Holiday Inn. I mean, and, and into, like, all sorts of different things and, you know, getting to go to San Diego when I moved here to California. Yeah. So it, it is nice to see a community grow and, and have this new branch of yeah. cosplay and actually mm-hmm. making that. Yeah. yeah. You're not just some huh. weirdo. Like, it was, I there's a... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on their name. But there's some stand-up comedians. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. But uh, oh. these stand-up comedians, and he, he's an older guy, and he was saying how if you told me, you know, 30 near, near, years ago the, like, hot babes would be coming here and dressing up like <laughs> us, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, That's come funny. on. And then, you know, and everybody's everybody's has a space for yeah. sure. Yeah, and that, and that is the thing, is this truly is an inclusive community, and it, it is one I'm proud to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck it up for other people. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that profound statement, is there anything else you want to say? I was like, oh, that was a good ending. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've definitely covered the whole gambit of all kinds of things with cosplay, conventions, um Except and dressing up like Gambit. But <laughs> yeah, ah, yeah, I have not done that yet. That's a, that'd be an interesting outfit. I know. I could do Gambit. I've seen some hot guys do it, and I've seen some hot ladies do yeah, it, too. Gambit is a hot and character. You don't necessarily have to be a hot person to do it, too. Because I really saw that. Yeah. People are like, well, I'm not cute. Well, no. Dude, you can do anything. Do any character you want. If you like that character, do that character. Um, which, speaking of which, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing for Anime Expo or Comic-Con coming up. Yeah, a lot of mine since it's closet cosplay, I think of it last minute. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what can I do and what can I put together? Um, but, yeah, no, I think that kind of covers it. Uh, I know we were kind of all over the place, but I hope... Well, that's nugget- how this works. Okay, cool. <laughs> I hope the little nuggets of wisdom yeah. meant something for uh, you listeners out there and help, too. Because, yeah, the, I really like and encourage people to cosplay and try it. Um, I'm... I'm I host an anime uh, after show at AfterBuzz, and I've cosplayed three times casually uh, on a couple of our shows. And it was just super basic stuff, but it felt so cool to be the character. Like, as simple as, like, um, I mean, I have acquired wigs over the years, so I'm like, okay, that is a little different. But, like, I did uh, Winry from Fullmetal Alchemist, and all it was was I had a blonde wig, just a plain bandana, and a black tank top, and some, like, kind of random gloves. You got it, you understood what the character was, and it was really fun to do it, so don't, like, be discouraged that you can't sew or something like that. You can't do prop making. Prop making, there you go, that one is a great one to commission out to other people, because that's a skill for sure. And also it's materials and time that maybe you don't have, but pay the people you commission to. I've definitely heard the horror stories of people not getting the items they paid for, or vice versa. They paid for it, they didn't get it, or... um, you know, the person makes it and they're not being paid by the person or oh, not. Wow. And then don't, that's another, I'm like, that's another thing. Don't insult the people who are making it. If it's a price out of your range, say thank you for your time, like in the early stages before yeah. you commission anything, when you're kind of like, what are my price ranges? If it's out of that, just be like, thank you for your time. That's not really in my budget. Don't be rude. Don't insult yeah. them and say that's expensive. That's just, that's just, just rude. Don't no. do that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, yeah, just a, I hope it was helpful advice and encourage you to cosplay at your next con. Just get out there. Everybody else is trying it like you, too. Don't be scared. Yeah. And um, you mentioned the anime after show at After Buzz. Uh, what other shows do you do? <laughs> the best way to follow me online on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. 
Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so right now I'm doing quite a few shows. So on Sundays is The Expanse, uh, Westworld, Box Office Breakdown, where we look at what movies count, came out over the weekend. Uh, Star Trek Discovery, we're on hiatus right now. We did do some additional Star Trek episodes, so if you go look back at that, we talked about some classic uh, Star Trek over the years, which is really kind of cool. So we'll be back whenever Discovery comes back. Uh, so now moving into that time slot is Marvel TV Weekly, so that's just all things Marvel TV. Uh, Mondays is The Handmaid's Tale, which just started up. Uh, Tuesdays, today, is Horror Movie News, which Lucretia's on sometimes <laughs> as well. Yeah. Uh, and then anime, uh, after, uh, after Buzz anime reviews, so we kind of cover any and all shows. We started off with uh, Kakegurui. And then we did Be the Beginning, and now we're on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So we change up what we cover. So it's like the same people, and we just keep doing more of our shows. Uh, that one's really fun. And then Wednesdays is Timeless and uh, Legion. And occasionally there's also the Con Guy and the Scare Guy, which they're a little more uh, sporadic. They're kind of like one Yeah, I'll do their shows too. They're cool, yeah. yeah. And so those kind of cover conventions related to comics or horror or getting into the Halloween season, it's um, uh, theme parks or related as well. So there's all those. I I mean, Twitter is probably the best way to stay up to date, and Instagram too, and casually do photo shoots here and there. And <laughs> I'm going to have a dance show in October, but that's like way down the line. And uh, yeah, I did the press for Indian Film Festival, so that's with Dia TV, so it's like a South Asian Telemundo is the best way to explain it. And, yeah, so I wrote a couple of reviews about the opening and closing night films for that. And, you know, just random freelance stuff. Oh, um, coming up is the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival, which I'll be covering that uh, opening night on Thursday. Well, cool. All right. And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mrs. Brightside. If you haven't already, just be sure to subscribe to the podcast right there. I believe it's on all of the apps, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher. I think I need to put it on some more. There's like what iHeartRadio and uh, Anchor. I need to get it on all of those. But yeah, while you're here, just subscribe. And again, as I say, if you rate and uh, leave a review, I will read it on the air in this section right here. So yeah, just be sure to do that. And again, thank you so much for listening and see you next Tuesday.